All right, sexy people. So I know we left you again without a dope pod step two for the week. Uh, but it's your boy step CEO two. Hayes. Step yeah, two. Step two, you know. It's your boy CEO Hayes with the lovely Miss Tanya D's in the building. What's going What's on? What's up? <laughs> so we have topics to get to well, it's something that kind of popped up on the timeline that i want to get your thoughts on just beforehand and i already know you you have strong thoughts on it because i just know you all this shit of women proposing to men it's disgusting <laughs> i don't want to talk about it at all i think it is gross yeah i i think it's gross and i'm not one person i'm not one who's like all for traditional roles at all like i'm all for mixing that shit up but some things are just should should be a certain way because they should be a certain way. Not that one. And, and, there's no there's no reason a woman should be proposing to a man. And for for those that do, I feel like the man should be forced to take the woman's last name. Wouldn't that be something? <laughs> <laughs> um, I just feel like if a man hasn't asked, he's not ready. Respect that for whatever reason. Yeah. And if you talk about it, and it's financials or whatever or he's not ready or he needs another year or two or whatever it is but i feel like that's forcing his hand when you take the liberty of something that was this traditionally up to men yeah um well in a heterosexual relationship but um but when a woman proposes to a man to me that's forcing her hand you remember chrissy and jim jones mm. on the original like yeah. was it love and hip-hop love and hip-hop yeah Right. And how desperate she looked just to be married to this man. And it's yeah. like everything that y'all are dealing with right now is some sense of marriage. Like you're dealing with the same problems. It's like, why do if he hasn't proposed or asked for your hand, you can't make him. Yeah. You can't make him. And now he don't want to embarrass you and say no. So I think it just puts both of them in an awkward situation um, because I haven't seen a proposal where the man says no i saw one like a couple years ago this woman proposed like this african dude in the mall and he was like no that's it that was that but was you know that's though. different yeah, yeah that's he's from ghana or somewhere he don't, they don't care <laughs> they don't care oh man all right cool i didn't want to like completely throw us off with that one but it's, it's it really has been like catching a fire in my in my belly all day to keep seeing this shit retweeted and repost and i'm just like this is disgusting as a man how do you and the dude was like jumping around and all happy and shit like come on bro he was like yes thank god girl because i didn't even have money for that ring what you mean three months that salary what salary bitch i don't have it thank you for taking that off my hands so shout out to them yeah shout out to them but how's your week been man my weakest where's my love and lust podcast um shirt so as soon as we get done recording today i will i will get that okay please you. and thanks all right got you wearing it i mean i also like to wear clothes so um, I, I got you well sometimes apparently right. not because that's why you sick hey man <laughs> this isn't about that <laughs> this is a new day all right cool <laughs> oh man that probably is why i'm sick <laughs> But I was having a good time. I see. Whatever. I saw it all in your story. I see. I saw you thriving out there. I'm not doing it no more, so it's fine. All right, cool. Well. Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And that so.
Oh man, uh, I guess we can get into these <laughs> topics. So on uh, your podcast, Urban Sweet Talk, you guys talked about it a lot. So uh, you you got your thoughts out out a lot on that one. And you said something about this Ti and Tiny situation that I hadn't thought about before, and it mm. was the fact of like basically you alluded to the fact that Ti is kind of emotionally abusive in a sense, right? Mm-hmm. And it, it definitely when watching that now, like and from that perspective and looking at it, you can definitely see it. And I think this is why it's important to have people that actually feed into you and, and can understand are emotionally intelligent because T.I. is not emotionally intelligent at all. And while some of it, I think, is intended, but some of it, I think, is also unintentional because he's just not aware of the fact of how do- docile his woman becomes because of his big ass personality. But even then, he's like he's manipulative as shit. And this is something that we've well, all seen. Well, he's only manipulating to people that can be manipulated. That's true. And Tiny appears to be someone that can be manipulated. I was speaking on my show that I feel like it is just a lack of confidence. You know what I mean? Her self-esteem doesn't seem to be very high from just the work that she's she's done on her body, changing her actual eye color um, yeah. to... I don't know, lake green. I don't know what color that is in her eyes, but she's gone that far to do that. And so that doesn't strike me as someone with a high level of self-esteem. So when it comes to T.I. and that's her baby daddy, that's her husband. And he's like, he's a very my way or the highway type of type of man. So very alpha male. And I can understand those things, but he has this, I guess, way that the relationship should be as far as men and women are concerned. My woman does this. I can do anything. But as far as my woman, you are only allowed to do X, Y, Z. And he gave her kind of that take it or leave it type of deal. And of course she's going to take it. That's her family. That's a man she loves. And then when he got locked up, she was like, oh, you mean I could think for myself? Mm -hmm. Oh, and then I'm going to start doing that. And then it started bumping heads because he does not want to be with a woman that thinks for herself. So, um... It's really interesting. It's really interesting that one, that they would even go on Red Table Talk and kind of spill all of their beans. Yeah. But thanks for the content. <laughs> and I think too, uh, it was it's problematic to me. And I get it that Tiny has been there since that little girl has has been a little girl. No, she's not a little girl, that woman now. But to have her yep. talk about a situation of something that is not her daughter, it's like Right. That's that's that you, you you're crossing the line there a little bit. Well, you mean like with the hymen checking thing? Yeah, with thing? the hymen checking thing. Um, what did she say about that? Because I... I mean, she she honestly didn't say much. She kind of explained why T.I. is about it the way that he is. She, she you mm. know, Like she tends to do. She backs him up. But I just... See, again, yeah. low self-esteem. Yeah. Because I'm not backing up no shit that don't make sense. <laughs> and I would be like, no, I told him at home. I think he's violating. Yeah. I think he's violent. He was so concerned about her hymen being intact. And at that, at, when he was at his age, and that's why. Men know exactly how they exactly. were at that age. Yeah. And they can only imagine how the boys are now. So they're trying to, like, super protect their daughters. I'm like, hello, the girl that you disrespect on the regular is someone's daughter. But you don't care about that. So, you know, p- men like to pick and choose when they care about women. <laughs> I yeah. say that. No, you're but right. You're right. They're, they're a very strange couple. But um, I just more power to them. I feel like that that they're the type of couple that it's going to eventually explode one day when they're sixteen. It's like Ti didn't wake up because he was stabbed fifteen times in his sleep. Man, what's that show that was on um 
BET or one of those snap snap yeah I mean everybody has their day yeah there you go well let's let's get off that and talk I guess that gets us into the next topic pretty easily so talk about snap because I'm sure a lot of people would snap after this one so a woman <laughs> <laughs> me just trying to like searching for unique content I, I like to go through the news and see what crazy shit pops up a woman yeah. found out that her ex her abusive ex was living in her attic for six days. Mm, mm, mm. Just like a toxic nigga. <laughs> <laughs> that is exactly. Oh man! Oh. Like you gotta be a spe- you gotta be a special type of crazy to a sneak. How did he sneak in the house to get into the attic? First of all, but then on top of that, well, if they were together, he's probably True. been keeping tabs the True. whole time. Like there's probably like a secret journal. That has all of the little ways to get in the house. He was just keeping up over time until you didn't want to be with him no more. He was like, got it. I'm going to live in that. <laughs> um, that's a very unique story. Um, I think that I always say it. I think I say it's probably every episode and everywhere I go. Men are like one of the most dangerous things on this planet. <laughs> yeah, and, especially uh, the ones that snap. Like, And then like it, this is creepy. So like reading the story is like she first she thought she saw him. Like through a window or whatever. Then she thought she saw his legs dan- dangling from the loft, and then thought. and then he, he would he would eat and not clean up his dishes. Like you sneaking and living in the attic, and you still aren't cleaning your. Di- you a lazy ass dude. So like, could you imagine coming home and being like, "It's weird. I thought I washed dishes before I left, but there, there there's a plate magically in the in the in the sink. Like that's that's crazy. It would be the very first dish I see in here, and I know for a fact it was clean. I'm gonna just start yelling, "Who in here?" Who is in here? I will go through every attic, crook, and cranny in my house so I figure out who put that dish in there because it is your responsibility to clean it. I don't care if you're sneaking living in my attic. You bring your ass down and clean these dishes. (laughs) Fair enough. Fair enough. That is nuts. Leaving dishes. And and trying to be, like, incognito and leave it. (laughs) See, men need to be supervised even when they're stalking people. Jesus. Oh, he needs what? a stalking supervisor. That is hilarious. Yes. And, oh, this. But seriously, like, how creepy does that have to be to find out that your ex has been living in your goddamn attic? Like, hey, well, I told this story on the Twitter. Okay. But I'll share it here because men are strange and men do strange things. Mm-hmm. Once upon a time, um, it was a strange way how I even met that guy. So I guess. <laughs> My antennas weren't up or okay. something because um, he was very strange. But I was like, he's sweet and he's nice looking, I guess. So I'll give him a chance. And we want to go on a date. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. You can't pick me up because I had a rule. First date, maybe second. There's no picking me up. I will meet you. Okay. Because I'm liable to say things or it might not go well. And I don't want that awkward ride home mm-hmm. looking out the window. With my knees pointed to the to the door, I don't want that. So, um, but his place was on the way to where we were going. Uh-huh. So he was like, "Hey, why don't you stop here? Because I have the time get my dog, and then we can go together. It's just down the street." I said, "Oh, okay." I get there. I open the door. He's caging up his dog. I'm just gazing around, like, "Oh, okay, nice apartment." Mm-hmm. I looked at his computer screen. It's a picture of me. <laughs> like, what? And this was your first it's date? 
Yes. Oh, wow. What's crazier is that I didn't send him any pictures <laughs> and I didn't give him any of my socials. He only had my number. <laughs> he only had my number. So I had to reverse out of the parking lot because mm-hmm. I just didn't want him to get my tag and do anything else with that. Yeah. So, and he thought it was kind of like cute. Like, <laughs> you see that? I thought you just going to bless my screen. I was like, I didn't even send you pictures. What do you? All right. Oh, well, man. looks like you blew your shot right there. I said, I'm uncomfortable, so I'm going to go. And he was like, no, 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 no. When people start saying no, 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 they're mm-hmm. guilty. Yeah, absolutely. So, absolutely. So I was like up and out of there. And um, I probably never seen him again. I I, I would have met. That's, and see, this is why everybody, uh, women who are listening, don't sign up for your so on your social media with your number. I know they all allow you to sign up for it. With, do not do that. Email? Because the moment you give someone your number, they, they now have access to your socials because you've linked it to your phone number. Don't do that shit, man. Boy, boy, boy. I don't... This was way before, like, the way social media is now. So he had, like, got that from, like, Instagram or something like that. And I was oh, just wow. like... Oh, would have been creepy if you would have really pulled out one of your Black Planet, Planet pictures. Boy, I would be very surprised. <laughs> Black Planet was a bop. <laughs> All oh, my blurry man. ass surveillance looking pictures and shit, grainy, yeah. Yeah. thinking I was fine. <laughs> I was lost. Yeah, we all, we all were. The, so, <laughs> social media was a dark time. But yeah, this this is why. It's, thanks for sharing that story because that shit is wild. I'm glad you got the hell up out of there. I'm surprised you didn't like run oh, after first quarter. Yeah. Let, me, let me tell you, a strange story of me being kidnapped or something would never happen <laughs> because I'm already on. I'm on it. I'm Fair looking. enough. Fair enough. Cool. Mm-hmm. Man. All right. So the next one that we get, I, I guess all this is kind of coming together better than what I thought it was going to. So I'm glad <laughs> you shared that story. So uh, the next one that we have, uh, while we are laughing, it is it is very serious. So a college student ignored a man's cat calls. She was later raped and killed by this man. And this is something like as I have daughters and as they're getting older and getting into teens, like you worry about situations like this. Now, not even them being like my daughter's being someplace that they're not supposed to be, but them just outliving their life. And because they spurn some man, it turns into a whole different situation. So like when you see this article, what were you thinking? And then like, luckily I know you're not single, but like, uh, like single women, like it, it's just scary. It, it has to be scary doesn't even shit. matter. Yeah. Having True. a man, True, unless right. he's with you, yeah, it does not matter. Um, because out on the street, if you're not with him, you're single to men. That is a fact. Um, so <clears> the <throat> one is very, very extremely unfortunate and it happens more often than I would like to even say. I remember there was a there's a club here in South Florida, um, and there was a story where a woman, same thing, she was kind of just rejecting his his advances mm-hmm. and he followed her all the way into the parking lot and she's she got a she, she got in her car and he kept begging for her number and, and she was just like, no, 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 no. She got in the car and started driving out. He shot up the side of her car. Wow. You know what I mean? Because men can't deal with rejection and they are killing women because they can't deal with that. I would rather get you ugly anyway or some shit like <laughs> that and let me go with my life. Yeah. But you have men who cannot handle a woman just and it's crazy that it comes down to your life being taken or your body being violated um 
But it's just so unfortunate to hear because, again, this is a college student, you know, and as a parent, you're sending your kid to school and they're where they're supposed to be. So that's the thing that kind of traumatizes all of us is that the, the crazy things that are happening are not because people were seeking it like they were doing the average bare minimum things they do on the regular basis and are dying and being violated because of it. And um I just feel like I don't know what course men need at somewhere around 11, 12, 13 to kind of handle rejection or to handle certain situations. Because I feel like these are grown ass men that are having tantrums and killing people because their advances are not being met. Like I just this is just such an unfortunate thing to to hear about. And I think about it so often because, like I said, when you're out. It doesn't matter, even if you're married or have a ring on your finger. They see you by yourself, you're single. So, ladies, you know, I don't know what more we can do. We're just existing and things are happening. So there's really nothing I I have to say for women. It's just men. And it's so crazy because it's like, how come when women hang out with fellow hoes, she's also a hoe. Mm -hmm. But when men hang out with men who rape, and don't take care of their kids or do all type of violent things, suddenly nobody has a home where that rape, but there's rape going on. That is true. And it's it's crazy too because it's like like with SVU. I watch SVU. I love I love the show. But like they always don't, situ- don't. <laughs> they portray situations like this of, of like a woman leaving the club alone. But like this happened at the University of Illinois. This is like it's it's she's where she's supposed to be. And then right. we also have situations where like people are getting kidnapped and, and put into sex trafficking. They're not anywhere they're not supposed to be. Like it is like I think we we and we as a culture, I'm not saying us specifically, we focus so much right. on educating our women on what they should or shouldn't do or be on the lookout right. for XYZ and that and that's that should happen. But where's the education for teaching men to stop fucking being predatory? Where's the accountability? There you go. There's no Where's like, the accountability? Because they, they tell our little girls to wear longer skirts and to cover up and to do all these things. Yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. And and do all these things to protect ourselves, which I feel like we should, yes. But it gets to a point where it's like, how much do I have to keep changing? Just because you can't control your thoughts. You can't control your urges. Mm-hmm. And so because you can't control yourself, I have to overprotect myself. And it's just, it's really just unfair. And as long as men are the ones that are passing laws and bills and whatnot, and, you know, white men are in control, I mean, nothing's going to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. We just have to do our best and protect each other. That is a fact. And we have to protect our women. Like, though, and it's. <sighs> I don't know. It's it's something difficult to talk about because it's like one of those things where it's like, can you even say, hey, we need to protect our our women more? And like, we, I mean, yes, we need to. But then how many predators are going to use that to then to get close to a woman? Well, I'm just protecting you. You know, I got to look out for my sisters. I got to do X, Y, Z. Next thing you know, you're in the back of the van. <clears throat> that reminds me of the Dave Chappelle stand up when he was saying, you know, when they're going over shooting drills in the school, mm-hmm. but the shooter is also in the drills. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's the same thing. And, uh, so when women are apprehensive or don't trust easy, we have to consider all of these variant things. The one that we've talked about, we've talked about on previous episodes. Um, you know, it's all over social media, it's everywhere. And I just want women to just, be a little bit kinder to each other 
because I feel like sometimes there isn't a sisterhood, especially sometimes with black girls. Like, I don't know if sometimes I walk past a black girl and like I'll smile and she won't smile back. And I'm like, okay, sis. Mm. Okay, no problem. Um, but just to be, have, be a little bit more of a unit, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, because we have to protect ourselves at this point. And it's a fact. Mm-hmm. Well, that's it. I I got nothing else on this. It, it's it's something that's difficult to talk about, but you know, we let let's let's take our break so we can cleanse the palate. We're gonna come back. We're gonna read your emails. Yeah, I guess we'll get into it right after this. We'll see you guys. <laughs> hey guys, it's your girl back easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell, and this is the, the team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, we're back. And we, you know what we do after the break. We read emails from listeners. And I just feel like the floodgates are open. And like, y'all, I, I appreciate y'all for the content and everything. <laughs> but I, I, some of y'all just need therapy. Um, but we'll get into this first letter, Tanya. Take it away. We are not professionals. <laughs> we are doing our best. There you go. We're doing the um, Lord's so this work. First, this first email says, should I consider any of these as a red flag? The answer is yes. Yes, <laughs> yes, and yes. Before I even... If you have to ask, it probably is a red flag. Correct. Because you already know it's not normal. Yeah. All right. So it says, I have been with this guy for about four months. Things have progressed rather rapidly, and we spend a lot of time together. He's sweet, funny, nice, all these great things. Yeah, 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 great sex, all those great things. Um, But lately, I've been noticing some things that I would consider to be red flags, but I don't know if I'm overreacting. Mm. It's really good. It's really interesting that she understands that it could be a red flag. I could be overreacting. Yeah. Um, But no, girl. <laughs> if it's in your Shondo and your spirit, you're not overreacting. <laughs> Um, on Thanksgiving, on Thanksgiving, we got home from his parents' house and he was incredibly drunk. I was tipsy, but not nearly as drunk as him. I wasn't interested in having sex because him being that drunk was a turnoff. And I asked him if he, if we could just go to bed, he went back and forth and he just kept asking. So I obliged to end the conversation so that I could go to sleep. Wow. The next morning he apologized and admitted that he shouldn't do things like that. Okay. Um, let's start there. because. You have multiple flags. Yeah. Um, this is a red one. You know mm. what I mean? Because at any point where you're, you don't want to do something, you shouldn't be forced to. And you also shouldn't do it so you can just go to sleep. Yeah. Like, you know, if you're uncomfortable, that's, that's definitely a flag. But I get it. You could be drunk and not in his right state of mind. And maybe he thought it was just, you know, foreplay or maybe he thought he was just i don't know yeah. i'm just giving him the benefit of the doubt because when alcohol is involved and people are uh very intoxicated you know all right so apparently there's more the next the next night i wanted to watch a movie and relax with him i was actually really excited to watch the movie we chose he spent a lot of time touching me and making it very clear he wanted to have sex. I was having a great time watching the movie, and I told him that I wanted to watch it, but he continued to touch me and otherwise tried to get me to have sex with him. I told him again. He got upset and told me I might as well just wake him up when the movie ended. When I read this the first time, <laughs> a part of me giggled because I said, wow. <laughs> he says that we're not going to Netflix and fuck, then I'm going to sleep. 
Wake me up when the producers, the art director, when the credits come up, you called me. Tap me on my shoulder. I will get up because that's apparently when you're ready to do the other part of the Netflix. <laughs> so, so one and it's okay. This is a lot. That essentially ruined the night for me. He did end up falling asleep, but not before he continued to do things to me to try to get me in the mood. At that point, I just ignored him. Last night was kind of the final straw that snapped me into thinking maybe I'm in a bad situation. I had started my period. I had started my period and did not feel like having sex at all. I told him this and he said, (laughs) okay, wait, wait. I'm on my period and did not feel like <laughs> having sex. Now, not that I don't have sex in my period. Didn't feel like it this time. Okay. I told him this and he said he still wanted to do sexual things. And I told him I didn't want to. He started jerking himself off and pulled my hand down to it. Okay, sis, we didn't need to know all that. Basically sexual activities. I was trying to pull my hand away, but he just pulled a bit harder. I had worked an overnight shift the night before, and I was just so tired that I relented. I also kind of figured, considering his response to any other refusal, that it wouldn't matter what I said anyways. He asked me at one point if it was okay. About five minutes in, and I said it was, and I said it was, which was, I'm sorry, let me just read that over because, what? There's so many things. Okay, I'll get to the end. He asked me at one point if it was okay. About five minutes in, and I said it was, which I realize is my fault. It just seems pointless to stop at that point since I had already started. I guess what I'm asking is, this is what you should have started the email mm-hmm. with. I guess what I'm asking is, if I'm just being overdramatic, he is otherwise so sweet and so nice to me. He cooks for me. He's very attentive. He plans dates. I get a girl. He's oh, Jesus God. on his off day. Um, is this something I should take into consideration? Or just let it go as a one-time thing. He's never really exhibited this kind of behavior before. <sighs> you? There's so many red flags up and down throughout. Throughout, like so. Let me just start it off from the beginning. Uh, he's he's he. You're an object to him. You're not his girlfriend. You're not even a person. You are a sexual object to him. The fact that you wanted to spend some quality time with him and watch a movie. He's like, oh well, since we not. Uh, Disney Plus and bussing. I'm gonna go ahead and just go to sleep, and then when when you are Disney done watching what? Disney, Disney Plus and bus. All right. Well, guys, <laughs> that's the end of the show. <laughs> I that's it. We're... All right. I'm mad out, oh. but um, yeah. I mean, seriously though, like the fact that you and you're desensitizing yourself to it so like the longer that you're in this situation and this continues you're gonna you're gonna rationalize it more and more in your head to where this is just gonna become a daily routine and to you it's just gonna be a saturday like that that's just what it's gonna be the first time i get it things can happen while you're intoxicated like i said the second time is like okay you knew that you wanted to watch something. It was very interesting. You want to watch it. This is not one of those Netflix and chill, rub on my thigh a little bit, and then Netflix is asking us if we're still watching. (laughs) This is a case where I want to see this film. It's interesting. I'm interested. Be interested with me. But him basically saying, I'm not interested in doing anything that you're interested in 
if it's not having sex. If you're not interested in having the sex with me, I'm going to sleep. And so it seems that, I don't know, either he has some sexual urges that are kind of coming out more now. She said it's been four months. Um, And, you know, that's kind of past the probationary period because in 90 days, men normally show they, they ass for the most part. And you kind of see those cracks, you know, in the wall. And but in a case like this, where somebody is um, over aggressive, when you're exhibiting signs that you don't want to do something, you don't want to have sex, you don't want to jack him off, you don't want to give him head, you you don't want to do these things with him. And he's kind of insisting and nudging and grabbing and pulling on you. Um, like you said, he sees you as a thing to have and to do things with. Um, you saying that he's otherwise this great guy and da da da, but you feel so strongly about these so-called red flags that one, you, you know, you messaged him, but you can list them separately, which lets you know these are separate things that has happened, but it is the same core of the problem. Mm-hmm. And on top of that, your period being on and him not caring, first of all, it's like your uterus is doing somersaults, is doing whatever choreography or Marianne was doing in touch. <laughs> your uterus is just a wreck. Your body is a wreck. You're, you know, women deal with a lot when it comes to menstruation. And for him to not even care about any of that and basically say, and this, and she said she worked an overnight shift the night before and he still didn't care about that. So it's, it, it's seeming like he just doesn't care. Yeah. About you in that way. And maybe you're great company. Maybe you're great to entertain sometimes if you're having sex. But if everything you do with this person, the only time you're having fun or a good time is when sex or sexual activities is involved, then that's the relationship that you have with that person. Yeah. What they think that they have with you. So maybe it's just some lines that you're not crossing, but these are definitely red flags. It's definitely something you should be alarmed to because it seems like the next time it may escalate to something you can't control. And for you to say that, okay, he kept pressuring me basically. And I just gave in like, what? Like who wants some here nigga damn pussy? Like, but he doesn't seem to care about that. That is another thing. He doesn't care how much you don't want to, because the moment you like, fine, okay, he like bet. Yeah. And any man that could feel that cold about that doesn't care about you. I I actually covered on my podcast before unintentional. I think I I I was calling it unintentional rape, and it's the idea that some women will give into sex, not even knowingly, but because they're afraid of the prospect of being raped or put into a situation where they're forced to I do something, well. they might as well. And it's, it's, this is very much a situation like that. And it's, it, I, I can only imagine it has to be scary as hell to be in a situation where this man just keeps pressuring you and pressuring you and pressuring <clears> you. <throat> and really, I mean, you guys have been together four months, try to talk to him about it, but by what you've written in, it doesn't seem like he's going to really give a damn how you feel about it. Or he's going to try to write it off as, well, I just wanted you or whatnot. Since you need to get out. Like you got, you you probably need to go. It doesn't even seem like he's apologetic or maybe you didn't include that part. I don't see why you would miss it, but he doesn't seem to be apologetic about putting you in these situations and noticing that you're uncomfortable and not caring about it. Like I said, he just doesn't care about you. And I don't know, like a, nicer way to say that but yeah yeah 
Well, uh, hopefully it hopefully it gets better. Hopefully talking to him, you know, let's try to keep some positivity. Hopefully you talking to him, really telling you, telling him how you feel. It leads to a change. If it doesn't, you got to cut your losses. It's only four months. And I don't mean to like just belittle the, the relationship that you've built. But in the grand scheme of life, four months is nothing. So you can rebuild, sis. It definitely isn't. You'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, there you go. All right, we're going to move into the second letter. Uh, this one is just... Uh, but before we get into the second letter, uh, something that just... And I, I checked my phone. I'm trying to check my phone while we're recording. But I saw R. Kelly's name, so I did check it. R. Kelly just got indicted on uh, a, a case of racketeering <laughs> and making a fake ID. And this case dates back to the day before he Ooh. married Aaliyah. Correct. Like <laughs> that. I, thank God. Like this is what everything. When I they, love this song. <laughs> when, when they say uh, the skeletons of it, what, what's done in the dark eventually comes out to the light. This is what they mean. For by sure. that. So, yeah, I, I, there you go. I don't For want to sure. sidetrack the podcast, but I had to bring that up. Um, he deserves it. Oh, yeah. Throw oh, him under it. the jail. Underneath it. Um, oh, that's too nice. Yeah. All right. Let's get into the second letter. So my boyfriend. Loves me, but is not sexually attracted to me is the title of this email. Throw the whole boyfriend away. <laughs> we got thoughts. Uh, but this one is, we've been together for two years. We chose an open relationship from the start. Sex was really good at the beginning, but as time passed, he was less and less initiating it. He finally told me he didn't find me attractive because I am overweight. At the beginning, he was able to have sex with me because it was new. <laughs> but he cannot force himself anymore. He says he loves me more than anything, but can't help what he finds attractive That's or not. Awful. It ruined my self-esteem. I love him too, but I feel like shit. We talk a lot about it, but it does not help. Lots of men find me attractive, but it does not matter. I don't know what to think or do. He said he should have told me since the start that he wasn't attractive, but didn't want to lose me because I have such a great personality. I'm cringing just writing this. I lost 22 pounds since I since i've known him and want to lose more mostly to be better at sports but now yeah now the pressure is overwhelming and i can't help but to, but thinking that even if i lose weight i will never be thin like the girls he love i don't <laughs> i don't want to end things with him because our relationship is great except that but i feel i won't stop suffering from it i'm lost let's just get right to the last kind of last thing you said everything is great except that except that he's not attracted to you just such a major ass thing <laughs> you know i mean a part of a relationship you know it's not like like you said you know everything is great except he doesn't like my cooking it's except that he's not attracted to you he's physically not attracted to you he's told you this he like come on now man he and two then, years two, and then to say that he was able to get through sex with you because it was new so basically you were an experiment one, I just want to say, okay, let me be a little bit more sensitive because I, I, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, one, she lost 22 pounds, which is like great. Yeah. <clears throat> it's not easy to do. Um, kudos for that. But my thing is, is just that never be in a position where you're changing the fundamental natures of who you are to appease somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In this case, he's blatantly saying, I'm not physically attracted to you. You're not my type. Mm. It's plain. You're not my type. I keep you around because you're nice. I keep you around because maybe you do nice things for me. I keep you around because whatever other reasons, but it's not enough because the woman that's going to attract him is going to get him. So it doesn't matter what you do. And you know that you, you know that it does not matter what you do. 
you could lose a hundred pounds and he still, and if he decides to be attracted to you, once you've lost weight, why would you even want that? First of all, whoever this is, is a LAN. I'll just say that. Um, because like, who does that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I feel like if you're not attracted to the person, that is your opportunity to opt out. You don't continue the relationship and basically resent the person for being fat or not looking the way you want them to look. Well, why would you make the commitment? Why would you even want to call somebody like that your boyfriend? Um, my suggestion is break up with him. Mm. That's always a suggestion because that's who you are. And like I said, like with women, I hate that quality in women where we just become the chameleon and just start changing every time men just auto suggest things in the air. Yeah. Oh, I like white toes. When she go get a pedicure, she's getting white toes because whatever men like, women like to be whatever men like. But if what they like isn't you, there is somebody, and she's saying it, there's somebody, other people find me attractive. But the person I want to find me attractive probably thinks I'm repulsive. And where do you go from there? Marriage? Mm. Kids? Like, where else can you go with somebody that, one, doesn't adore you, right? Mm-hmm. Like to look at you, love you. You're not loving me if you're telling me you're not attracted. I'm not your type. And y'all force, forcing that to work. But if you take that energy and put it into yourself, you're already losing weight. You're already on the right track. Focus on yourself. Because he already is doing whatever he's doing. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, He's already out there. He belongs to the pavement. <laughs> so, I mean... I, I just I sympathize when I hear things like this with women because of the insecurities that women deal with on the regular. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very sensitive to that. Like I have my own insecurities mm-hmm. and, and I just don't like to hear stories where they're putting somebody else's happiness or wants or needs above their own. It's, it's pointless. It's pointless. And this this is where it gets into like sometimes some people, <laughs> some people just are so happy to say that somebody wants them for whatever whatever way that they do want them that they will sacrifice almost everything in themselves just because that they they want to be wanted and just it becomes, to say i got a man exactly and it, and it becomes toxic like really when you really break down what you said in this letter he's not sexually attracted to you you're in an open relationship so he's having sex with other people um he he likes you for almost everything else but things that would make a relate you basically are, are, are it's just a friendship and that should be fine. Like for him not to be attracted to you guys could probably be great friends, but you're trying to force to make this relationship work. And it's just like, what, how are you benefiting from this? What, what do you get? Like a, a relationship should be mutually beneficial. You guys should feed into one of each, one of each other, not one of each other. You guys should feed into each other. You guys should help uplift each other. Like everything, right. all those good things. It's not happening. So what's, what's the purpose? What do you really have? Like people just are so busy to hold on to something. Like you said, to say that they have something, to say that they have a boyfriend. But what really do you have? You're sitting there with somebody for two years who, who isn't who likes you but isn't attracted to you. In an open relationship. Yeah. And I bet, I can bet my life savings that you weren't the one that came up with that exactly. <laughs> suggestion. Exactly. Um, but um, first of all, fuck him. <laughs> worry about yourself there you go get yourself together i guess that may be the theme over these these two letters is you got to get yourself together like you sometimes you do have to put yourself first and people like we have such this stigma on saying that like or being looked at as selfish sometimes you need to be selfish 
you, oh, man, you can't be selfless until you're selfish. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You really have to work and nurture yourself and all these good things we love to give of the people. We give it in hopes of reciprocity. We give it in hopes that you're going to get it back, yeah. but you shouldn't be that way. You should just be so full of love and joy and happiness and contentment and all of these amazing things you, that you're overflowing. So when people need it, you can give it freely yeah. and you're not losing anything. And when they don't want it no more, no harm, no foul, because I already have all of this love and joy all on my own that you have nothing to do with. And so when women start thinking that way, then you can be more, more selfless. Then you can give more Then you can be the person you think you're going to be in the relationship. Um, but if you do not take an assertive, or making a certain effort to nurture yourself, you're going to end up at the mercy of everybody that wants to manipulate you. Absolutely. And there you so have good it. luck, sis. <laughs> oh, you just dropped a, you, that was a bar. That was a bar. Just dropped the mic, walk away. The booth's on fire. It's sad. <laughs> it, it hurts me. It yeah. really hurts me when I, even my friends, even women that I know, when I would see them settling just to not be alone or settling because they don't think they're worthy of certain things and people and opportunities. And it pisses me off because I'm like, you're so unique. There's no one in the world like you. Yeah. What are you talking about? You spend so much of your time trying to be somebody else and that's taken. But you, you're unique. There's no one else that has your teeth the way they do, that smile the way you, there's no one. So why are you obsessed with being somebody else? That's taken. Yeah. You're you. And it's like, enjoy that. Take advantage of that. I don't care what you look like. I don't care if you were 20, 22 pounds heavier. You see Lizzo's butt ass naked on Instagram. I'm so tired Not of giving her. a hot damn about anyone. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see it either. <laughs> but she has the option and the confidence to. Yeah, that's so true. She do the things that we... Cause this is why I think we pat Lizzo on the heads, you know, kind of. Mm -hmm. She's the fat girl that's that's doing it and everything. And, and I think for a lot of women, when she show her body, a lot of women are so insecure about our bodies. We just be like, oh, girl, I would never. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I would never post no shit like this. Um, but we cheer the, the ones that do. The ones that have the guts to do it, we cheer them on. That's true. But we won't do it. Like, it's cute for you. Um, and we just got to get out of that and stop thinking so much about what other people want and think and live your life and do you. It's a fact. Well, that's it. I got nothing else. I don't even know how to follow that up. That, that There you go. Put that on shit on the t-shirt. Let's start selling it. <laughs> <laughs> Black people need to be banned from t-shirts. <laughs> Oh man! Sometimes that's all—that's the only way you can get black people to read—is by putting it on a t-shirt or a hat. And not a rest in peace shirt, guys. <laughs> well, Miss Tanya D, that's it for this week. Do you want to tell the people where they can find you? So, of course. But before I do, you aren't gonna just say that it's your birthday. No, it don't matter at all. Mm -mm. You are gonna say anything, and you expect me not to say anything. You you it's his birthday, guys. You've already so. set the world on fire today, by the way. Um, you're welcome. <laughs> um <laughs> I just see that's why I asked first. Mm -hmm. Because I'm courteous. Okay. You see, I asked first and then 
So yeah, everybody wish him happy birthday. He's being all shy and everything, but wish him all the love. He deserves all the good things. Um, you can find me on the Twitter at I am Queen T. I am Q W E E N T E E. Same thing on Instagram. Don't be creepy. Please don't be creepy, especially after the letters we read this week. Like, don't be creepy. Um, don't save for pictures. Do not. And I also don't have an attic, so. <laughs> Fair enough. You guys can follow me at CEO Hayes. It's at CEO H A I Z E. As Tanya said, it is my 33rd birthday. I'm 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 washed damn near, but uh, it is what it is. <laughs> I appreciate all the birthday love uh, today and everything. Like it 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 is. It's it's funny because in podcasts you never really realize just how many people you touch sometimes or you reach with your message until something like this pops up and then come out the woodwork it's like oh i didn't even know you guys paid attention so thank you isn't it isn't it so sweet when it's your birthday and everybody's like pouring in love and you're like damn yeah thank you you feel appreciated you should exactly. and you can follow us collectively at loveless bas pod on every social media platform uh mm-hmm. but that's it this has been another episode hope you guys enjoyed it we'll see you lovely and beautiful people next week Gonna rest if you never gonna let me. I understand it's what you need.